0: Page. Oh, was going to the bar? I saw that Oh, what okay. a good oh, okay. idea. should um, be. Nice. Well, yeah. looks, when, it looks, it. It looks yeah. like yeah. Just pretend. Thank you. You'll just give me the nod when you want me. To use yeah, the yeah, so i am We all had lunch, yes, yes. all happy.
1: Yes,
0: happy. yes, we're happy. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Continuing on today, we have all the way from Aviemore to be with us this weekend. Stephen Trolland, who is a CSNUT certificate holder with the Spiritualist National Union.
0: The T means he's uh, got the teaching for, uh, certificate, that, 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 that. <laughs> <It's> teaching certificates. <laughs> and we're talking about spiritualism and self-development. So I'm gonna hand over to Stephen.
1: Thank you. Thank you, everyone. As I mentioned this morning, I don't stand before you, but I stand with you, but also with my colleagues as well. Um, It's such an honour and a privilege and thank you to Lawrence for inviting me here. It's always an enriching experience. Um, So this talk on spiritualism spiritualism and self-development, you know, many of us walk this life and maybe trying to find what is truth Where do we find it? Many people find it through religion, um, through whatever way of life that you follow. One thing I do know is that you are you and I am me. But are we really us? Because how much is really influence from our inner world and how much is influenced from our outer world? And when we look to that inner world, how much positive expression do we place upon the screen of awareness, which is our screen of experience, the mind? I, for one, am quite hard on myself sometimes, and I think everyone is. Thank goodness for our friends and family. But more so, thank goodness For that spirit within us. You know spiritualism speaks many different languages. It speaks all languages really. Because it embraces a higher consciousness. Living consciousness to all life. The great spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. But where does it begin? As a soul. That evolves into this life and presents to us our spirituality (coughs) but also our philosophies in life be like how do we relate to life i believe that everyone has a philosophy which is our soul's perception upon life when truly touched by the love of the great spirit within us it ignites the magic of the soul. I'm so sure that everyone here in some way has had a spiritual experience. I'd say most definitely because you're here now. (laughs) You know, but, you know, Denzel Washington said at a graduation ceremony, I watched it on YouTube, it's just Tremendous, very inspiring. But the words jumped out to me. Imagine standing around you are the ghosts of the past, the ideas representing your unfulfilled potentials coming to haunt you. They're standing there and they say to you, We came to you, you could have brought us to life. You know, We all have stuff in the past we wish that may have turned out better. We may have wanted to change or or something like that. But what really matters is we are here right now. Right now in this very space. All the potentials of life, all the potentials that you have is within one thought. The next, one breath, the next breath, it's in the very beating of your heart. Because you have life within you, it knows you. Because you have the soul within you, the great spirit within the soul. It knows you. Therefore, our real potentials are always around us in many different ways. You see, I've got this friend back home in Avignon, you know, I do, I do have friends, you know, <laughs> yeah, but there's this one friend, he walks around with his camera all the time, just loves photography, the pictures, but more so of wildlife. Mm, there's wildlife everywhere, but around our area, it's quite, to me, it's a sacred space. Right in the Highlands, um, but anyway, the amount of incredible moments that he captures—you can—the the photograph gives feeling, it tells a story to the wildlife that's happening there at the time, like a horse uh, kneeling down to its newborn. You can feel what it's saying. It tells a story. And I says, I just don't know how you do it. He said, well, it just seems to happen to me. Everything in all life is around us all the time. It's only what we're aware of that can enrich us. Or not enrich us so much. I believe that my dear friend had simply become attuned to that rhythm of life. Because it's a passion, it's a love, and something that he follows. It spoke for itself. In life, and touched many others. Without words. And you have that. Right there within you. You are an expression of life. Weaved within its beauty. You know, I've always had the question. More so in the past and more so when going through difficult times because everyone gets a hard time in life. It's hard how we put our perspective upon it that can then give us our strength and how we evaluate really who we truly are. You know, I didn't know I was dyslexic until I left school. I failed all my exams apart from one which was woodwork and it was because it was uh, physical. I only got one question right in my history exam, and that was only because the teacher whispered into my ear. <laughs> i am not see you today, and you might get in trouble. <laughs> I've only read about eight, eight books in my whole life. Two, a couple of them have been the same one twice. But within that, you see, this is maybe why I give quite a lot of my talk, maybe through experiences. But everyone has that connection, that connection that needs no words. The big question I already, already, always usually had was, is this who I really am? Who am I? Who, who am I really? It's got to be better than this. And many times, mostly through hard times or uh, a bereavement of some kind, maybe someone's left the family, hard lives, uh, or, or someone's passed away. Sometimes it puts us soul searching in some way that there's got to be more to life rather than how it presents itself to us. I believe in some way that really getting to know and understand true self-development is understanding self, rather than always looking outwardly for the answers. I put my hands up, I've done that, still do it. It's always a conscious effort sometimes, especially when I'm driving, there's people cutting in front of me. but we all have a perception, our own unique perception in many people's classrooms is life. I know that the Lyceum became a branch of the SNU in 1948, being given the special responsibility for the education of the young, it promotes religious philosophy that teaches us how, this is the part, to embrace the natural world and all the elements of the world. Our real classroom is life and how we relate to it, no matter who you are, who you think you are. We're lucky that Lawrence has created the Lyceum Night here online and he mentioned um, to us that he went to visit uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle Centre in Edinburgh and then someone came across him, how much they enjoyed watching his live feeds or maybe not when they're live feeds, you can watch them afterwards, anytime, And it gave him, made him realise, wow. We're doing so much more than we think, you know. You're doing so much more than you think. I I know that, and I can prove through words that if you were to stand up here right now, don't worry, if so I will make you. So do you? <laughs> and one person standing here, and um. A friend, or even someone that you've only been friends with for a little while. They've seen something in you, that's why you're friends, you see. It could be a family member. And if they were to say nice things about you, all the beauty that they see in you, it would take, imagine if it's someone you've known for a lifetime, you can't fit all that, all, my, all those words here, now, within one thought. It proves to you that you're more beautiful than you could possibly physically imagine. And then imagine another person and another person and so many people that you don't even know you've touched. Because through the language of expression and the beauty of the soul needs no words. I remember um, years ago in my competition days um, I found a big part of me through snowboarding and um, there's a sense of freedom that I found, but it wasn't just that, it made me really, it brought me out of the village from where I was and standing on the mountains, on a snowboard or not, it made me look down in the village and kind of psychologically think, all that has happened, all my life experiences, most of them anyway, have happened in that tiny wee place, that wee village down there. How much more is out there? It made me look beyond who I was and I was talking about experiences the other night with Susan and Lawrence and I know you all have yours but when you, I mentioned a little while ago when you have uh, a love for someone or something a passion it speaks for itself and we're really going to get to the good Soon, I promise. But when I was um, um, when I loved my snowboarding, it spoke for itself. It was natural, and and it's not all about me. But what I'm bringing from it is what I've learned, and maybe hopefully in some way it'll touch you. That. I won the came second in the Scottish Championships, good few years ago now, and then I um uh, I won all the rest of the races for that season. I'd never done that competition before, but then I started gathering like newspaper clippings, and things that I've never heard of a portfolio before, because I didn't know what's. You know, let's face it, I wasn't that good at school, but for some reason I was just getting all these newspaper clippings and putting them together into a little folder. Do my very best to gather it all, and things just kind of started falling into place. And the 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 home village where I live, and they got together and created fundra- fundraising events. And sometimes I didn't even know that they were doing it, because they saw a potential. I know that people, your loved ones in the spirit world, see a potential in you. Your soul sees a potential in you. I mean, it doesn't have to. I'm not saying to go go snowboarding or anything like that. A potential for a beautiful expression that you are to bring magic into your life. And then to help make it, bring it to perspective a little bit more. I was encouraged to go to Europe to go and compete in the um FIS circuit which is the point series to gain certain points and so on to work towards uh, going to the world championships and, and whatnot. And anyway, um I left with I mean to travel the whole of Europe well as many races as I could get to and get across to where I was gonna base myself in France. I had friends across there which was I was lucky. I left with 300 pounds and a 250 pound old banger and i didn't even know how to read a map but what was happening there was a magic that was unfolding before me i was falling following a love and a passion as maybe it's for people or maybe it's for someone but i know I, there was many others that were inspired in which i will really talk about someone Um, that inspired the world in many different ways um, pretty soon. But logically thinking of that, logically thinking, £250. Banger. £300. how How on earth am I going to travel around Europe and go to all them races? But over time, just because we can't see so far ahead, one step leads to another. One thought leads to another. One breath, one heartbeat leads to another. Life is within you. How do you give freedom to the power, the beauty within you? I bet, should I should say I know that you're already doing this by expressing your love. Because love within you are true presence your magic. I believe in some way we're limited, as try not to be limited by our conditionings of life. Over time, um, again, not, not, it's not about me, but what I'm saying is of what was possible and I know there, was, I know there was more potential if it wasn't for certain politics and finances and so on, but through my time I I gained um, seven podiums, two of them were British titles, one podium was on skis, Um, one of them was last year, 50 this year. So it doesn't matter how old anyone is, age doesn't matter, your loved ones, you know, do they they, they think, oh I'm, I'm too old for this, I don't think they think that. You've got a living spirit within you here and now. They're a living spirit in the spirit world. And it's just a different change of perception of awareness. Now, let's get to a dear friend of mine, that inspired the world in many different ways. I used to train with him, um, <coughs> excuse me, many different times during our days from my home village. A guy called Dave, I've not, uh, um, I've not got the permission to share his whole name or anything like that, so I'm just going to say Dave. He was the junior world karate champion. From there, he went to skiing. Skiing had its politics and Finances, yeah, it could have been better um, with the funding and stuff like that. So what does he do? He goes to running. In running, he was just about to be chosen for the Scottish team. And he uh, had this thing called Club Fruit. That's when he was running round corner, his bones would break. So from there, he goes to Bobsley. Why not? Why not? Who would ever think? only he would but in Bobsleigh he was the the start man the break man so just had to run in a straight line so to change all of that training around to train to the so such precision mentally physically for that pacific sport never mind trying to get to the British team and trying to um, achieve going to the world cup in line for the olympics and then he got a tumour in his neck and it shocked all the world in many different ways all those that followed him especially his friends and family that that knows him but then um he also had to get it cut out if he wanted to live so can you imagine having to try to waken up paralysed. The, the nurses and everyone saying, you know what, you might I don't think you're going to walk again. So what's your, what's your goals, Dave? What's your goals? And he goes, well to go to um, um, British team, get on to the uh, World Cup and go to the Olympics. And they said, well, let's just start by brushing your teeth. so after that what does he do? The, the strength of the living spirit and his ability to can you imagine having to learn not just to walk again not just to walk again live again the, m- the mentality of all of the per- perception of life that has changed his world and then what does he do? He goes to rowing. Again, never mind trying to be an athlete, get into the British team. And in 2010, he won the gold medal at the Olympics. And then another tumour. And then again, walk again, live again. And you know, it's so much more than my words. I've seen videos of it. It's incredible the power of the Living Spirit. So what does he do? He goes to cycling. Why not? So never mind trying to get to a certain standard with such precision, such precision it takes to comp- to be an athlete, get to British team, to get to a, a competition level that others are in competition as well that had been at it longer than him and there he was fittest he had ever been online for olympics and Rio and he had to pull out another tumour so in that tumour again learn to live again walk again the change of perception again his outlook on life it was just the other day he posted on facebook of ducks just going floating on by uh, with his ducklings and his philosophies of just saying how precious life is. And I'll talk more about his philosophies in a second. It's his perception upon life. So in 2014, after another surgery, what does he do? He thought he'd cycle up this mountain that's known for its craziness uh, for f- for for how hard it is and so he announced all this this is good and then he goes into the local bike store and says what's that medal for and he's, the guy behind the counter said well that's um for cycling up that that mountain i've written it here but uh, my french is not the best even though i've been there for for so many years Mont Ventino or something like that, but the guy turned around and says well it's been cycling up for all three sides. So what does Dave do? 138 kilometers six months after the surgery he cycles up all three sides 14,435.7 feet and there's a BBC program called the Dead Man Cycling and then another tumor how much more? How much more can you take? But he is here and he is an incredible guy. But this surgery um, the the paralysis stayed with him. But more just down one side. More just down one side. And um, so now he can he can still walk. Um, but to go on the bike he's got to strap his hand to the um to the, the, the handlebars, he's had it all chained so pulls the brake and it works on both wheels and so on. And he's got a clamp that goes on his leg that can enable him to cycle. So, if one mountain wasn't enough, in 2016, no, 2018 this was, um, two years after, trying to gain his strength back again. He cycled 740 kilometres across the Alps in seven days. Over time he's had six surgeries, during this time he had won two times world champion in rowing 2010 Olympics and so, so, so much more. I mean development is not giving up on yourself and I believe your soul would say the same thing. And there is more magic I will bring into this, because I'm aware of time as well. And he wrote a letter to his pre-surgery self. In this letter, his philosophy was and is to treasure every breath and to never take it for granted. Live life to the full and never let fear hold you back from being you. Live every day like it's your last and live it with passion and purpose. What's your purpose? Is it being a mum? Is it being a dad? Is it just being you? Because people see you more than we see ourselves. Think of all the friends that you have. There is a heart. His ultimate dream is to live. And his real medal is life. There is a higher power that believes in you. What we need to do is believe in ourselves. So if you were to write a letter, actually you can even go and do this, homework. If you were to write a letter to yourself, your past self, what would it say? Because you do have a philosophy. It is your soul's purpose. Your soul, should I say, what fulfills your soul? is your soul's perception upon life. Self-development is having the courage to be who you are. You know, there's a guy called Ben Fogel. And many people might know of him. He's been on TV quite a lot. And I've been listening to his audiobook and his the expeditions that he's on. I mean, life's an expedition as it is, isn't it? But um, what's his TV program? New Life's in the Wilds, and he's got another one called Scotland Sacred Islands, but the expeditions that he's done, nature, the natural law, the nat- it's, it's his um, sanctuary if you like. He actually said he's not um, seen himself as a religious person. Just been true to himself. And that's true. But if if, um, if he used to find a church, nature is his church. Because the expeditions that he has done is certainly always been in touch with the natural world. And he talks about not living, if you want to survive, just like life, that's not living against it, not trying to control it, but living with it therefore we walk within the rhythm of life." That last bit was my words not his. He um, rode the 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 ocean three thousand miles with a friend of his at half a mile an hour. Can you imagine the silence that he had to try and get to know himself at that time? And we are all within an ocean of life, an ocean of motion. You know spiritualism looks to God the natural world of cause and effect a truth you find that naturalness that natural world because what you find what's natural you will find what is pure when you find what is pure you will find what is true but how it is true to you And I I will finish in just a second. I promise, audience. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There were just a couple of things. A magic that I was talking about with my friend Dave. I was sitting with him um, at his uh, garage uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, because my main job's uh, cutting grass and stuff. I was a garden across the road, and I was sitting in the garage with him, just just talking away. And he goes, "What do you think of the afterlife?" I mean, I think he knows. I mean. a little bit. Well, not a little bit, I'm into it a big bit, anyway. But, um, he's, he's not been really into it. But he's so inquisitive now. And, um, of course, my passion comes alive just within the words. And then that moment, he felt a friend in the spirit world. And then he had actually realised that he'd felt it for the second time. This friend, was a guy called Stoney and he met him um, I think it was the room before going into the operating theater. I, I can't be a hundred percent on that but I believe that's where it was. But Anyway they met each other with their friends and we talk about a language of expression and the magic of life. What's possible? How much are we truly blind to? Because Stoney, he was a painter from Italy And he drew, I should say, painted Dave 10 years before he met him, even where the tumour was, everything. And then in that moment as well, when I was talking to my friend, I mean, this is, uh, this is uh, incredible. Taking away the limitations of life that we, the outer world, um, imprints upon the screen of our awareness. Her experience. He goes into his house and comes out with his egg timer, you know my friend Davey went round doing, he does, goes out doing talks and talks about his experience and what he's learned. He's just the last one he raised raised over a hundred thousand pounds for cancer and I watched a part of it on Facebook and in that event a friend came up to him and says I think you would like this. And this friend got it, I believe it was from a, an antique store, but not professionally engraved. His friend Stoney always said, life, eh, time matters. And on this brass timer, not professionally engraved, it said life matters. But then I turned it over and on the back of it as well there was the name Stony. How many hands has that passed through to find its way? You see, there's a greater power to all life. I know Gordon Higginson lived by it. If you read his books, listen to us, it, It's that... It's, I mean, certainly not devaluing it. It's not always saying, I've got your mum here. I've got your dad here. That's certainly got its value and its riches, but it's the unfolding towards that and the realisation that it's, it's a a quality that the soul can see, when we start to listen to it, to that higher consciousness to God. And uh, Leslie Flint, a direct voice and independent, this was a book I did read, independent um, and uh, direct voice medium. It's physical, you could hear voices in the air as you hear mine just now. Probably a little bit less croaky, but that's better. But anyway. He, the, the spirit world were trying to get his attention in so many different ways and letters from a circle I think it was in Germany I think it was I can't remember the, the main town main city being sent to him saying your friend Rudolf Valentino has been here and they're saying like no do this work I mean how did they even get his address but there's so many different ways and how the spirit world were trying to grasp his thoughts because he only wanted to live a normal life. What's normal, eh? Certainly, looking uh, at many different perceptions. But anyway, um, eventually he gave in, he says, okay, I will dedicate my time to this. I will will put myself into this. It was only then, if you read his book is when Rudolf Valentino was able to say, in years to come you'll become a famous medium, you'll travel the world and one day you'll give a, a seance in my room in Hollywood. And by chance, if you like, he wasn't surprised, but it happened. What allowed that? What allowed Rudolf to be able to see that? Was it in his potential? Was it in his soul's potential? The soul can see further than the conscious mind, you see. We give ourselves such a hard time that just because we can't see the wood for the trees doesn't mean the answers are not there. And um, Denzel Washington also said in this talk that 20 years old he was helping his mother in a beauty shop. And this lady, they, they used to call them the elders, just kept looking at him and squinting in her eye. And, and she couldn't, he just every time he looked she was just kind of squinting and looking at him. And she took the dryer off, his, off her head and says, young boy, I have a prophecy, a spiritual prophecy. And she said, one day you're going to travel the world and speak to millions of people. And it happened. I mean, these are just some of the magics that are out there. Not out there, should I say that? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that wrong. In there, in here, that everyone has. So what I say to you is, let your presence be your beauty, your love, your truth, and your soul, the voice. And um, I'll ask you, invite you for a little second, if it's okay, it's just a few minutes long, um, just to listen to this recording. There's the words in it, close your eyes if you like. There's the words in it, um, and I, I hope in some way Touch the something within you. That's okay, Lawrence.
0: Yeah. Okay. Within. Okay. Walk with me. Take my hand. I am the silent power within you. I am you, and you're me. Weaved within sky and tree. I hear your prayers your thoughts and out of the billions of people in this world we together are unique and together are one and only beautiful you the voice that you hear is your own i I'm that higher consciousness within you, a living, a silent power of expression. If you nurture me, that silent sound, my voice, will echo onwards through our life, like ripples in the water that can touch your mind and carry you. Take my hands and embrace me. My voice can be our freedom at will. From the chaos from within your world to where we can be still. A true power that will show you only truth because I taste the essence and the sweet nectar through the power of life that carries you. Through your eyes I see the beauty. Let me share with you. I can see each and every moment that time holds no boundaries upon. I can share with you. A moment holds, a sacred space where time stands still, but yet, through my eyes, you have the time to see, and take in the sweetness, and can do nothing but fulfill the innocence that is yours, because every moment is new. My prayer, my wish, is to love you. As you grow to know me, my presence, your sensitivity grows, and there are no bounds from worlds apart, as then as possible that you are able to feel your loved ones that have gone before you, but through me, because you have been spending time with, praying, speaking to me from the heart. The love that is shared will stay with us forever, as together with their love touches us and nurtures and loves the mind, the soul, we can see these as memories that we can forever hold. These through our life are the jewels of the mind that we can access and share at any given time. As we come together, and become one. Life holds no boundaries through the power of love. You see the wonders that are within you that goes beyond any logical word in life that we are yet to discover and find. And you will feel the peace and gratitude is my love fills your mind. We can take in the wonders of life and the power as it unfolds before you and share and bask within the gratitude and fulfillment and growing to be aware. It is a forever unfolding journey where they are the gifts of the spirit that will never fail to help you see all the purities in life because you're sharing it with me. The love that goes beyond the physical emotion we can share. You hear me now? as time comes around from birth until now. You have begun to awaken, and listen to that silent sound. As we walk this life together, we, as well as those you love, will never be apart, as long as you spend time with me. Nurt your love, speak to me, pray, from the heart, from your spirit within, I love you.
1: Thank you, everyone. You know, self-development truly is getting to know ourselves. Billions of people in this world, there's no one else that is you. That makes you unique and special. And spiritualism embraces the uniqueness of you. So I'll say thank you for listening to me. And I think I've gone over time a bit. Okay. Is that okay? No, no, you're all right. <laughs> thank you. Welcome thank you, thank you, Stephen. Well done. I thought you were coming to help me though. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so we've got a <clears throat> another little 10 minute breakette here, uh, please do what you need to do and then we have <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Don't <expect anything> <laughs> there, yeah. it? <laughs>
0: Just a bit
1: of nice, bit nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. a
0: bit of bit of a little bit of it's little bit of a little bit of the little <laughs> to
1: oh, okay.
0: I'm just going to say hello now, I'm going to bugger off. <laughs> 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 at least you come to say hello. Yeah. Yes.